Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. Hi, everyone. So glad to be back today. Norma and I are always excited to meet with you each week and to bring you different aspects about life coaching. Today, we wanted to talk a little bit to you about the value of having a life coach. I thought it would be interesting just to think about all the times and places where I have used coaching in my own life. And I just thought about how specifically when I went to a life coach at first, it was for weight loss and I think I've shared the story with you before that I absolutely thought my life coach was terrible <laughs> and that she was doing a really bad job. And because I didn't, I didn't really know that I was signing up for life coaching. And so when she started up bringing up things like, well, you know, that's only a thought and that that's actually a thought you're choosing. That's not really necessarily true. I just thought she was crazy. But some of the things she had said previous to that had had an impact in my life. And so I wondered, what was this madness of what she was discussing with me? And so she would often share that she was going through a program for learning and, and training for being a life coach. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this was a life coaching thing. And so that's when I started looking into life coaching. But I think in my own life, because I started with the weight loss aspect. I think it doesn't really actually matter what it is in our lives that we're struggling with, whether it's relationships, whether it is perhaps trying to achieve something at work, or if we're just overwhelmed and confused and frustrated. Anxiety is one of the bigger ones I can think of where a life coach is somebody who can really help you through that time and can can show you some of the things that are happening in your mind where perhaps a friend or a family member is much less likely to say hey you know well first of all they're not usually even trained to notice those things but even if they were you know they may not necessarily bring that up because they don't really want to risk the relationship as it is with you already they would rather come alongside and cheer you on maybe, or that sort of thing. But a life coach is somebody who would be able to identify, see the thing that is, you know, either a repetitive nature or a stumbling block for you, an obstacle, whatever, and then go ahead and dive into that and sort of help you notice it, recognize it, and then even choose a different direction or path for your own thinking. And it's funny how I find for myself anyway, Norma, maybe you can let me know if you've noticed this too, that when I see a truth or a principle as it would apply to say weight loss or, you know, eating consciously and that sort of thing, that same process can be applied across my life mm -hmm. in so many different ways. 
I agree, well, yes. Um, I think, for instance, in if I go back to, let's say, me in sports or taking part in races and training for that, if I see that stuff is working in that area of life, then it's so much easier because I've got the evidence that it's working already. So then it's it's so much easier to see, okay, well, this is working in this area of my life where I am so confident. So let me take this and then apply it into areas of my life that I'm maybe not so confident or where uh, what I'm doing maybe at the moment is not working. And I know for sure that this thing is working. So let me try and, and apply it to to areas that I'm not so confident in. And I think that's why we are looking for for answers because something is not working. Right. And I think maybe something that's important to highlight in this particular conversation is that you and I are both trained in the method of causal coaching, which is perhaps different. I I haven't trained in all the other types of life coaching, mm -hmm. but the idea of looking at the cause of what is happening in our lives and sort of going deeper on those things and pursuing that, what is the cause, the root of the struggle, and then mm -hmm. working with that, I think is a foundational aspect to how we coach you and I in our own private practices. And, and so once we can start seeing the cause, then we can start working toward a solution. And I think that is and sometimes just seeing the cause is enough too, just to just to throw that in. Correct. Just in it enlightens our and informs how we're making our decisions, and we can choose from that point how we want to move forward. And that is, I think, a, a key aspect of, say, if somebody was to come to yourself or to myself for coaching. So. Yeah, that's that's right. I think also we are so maybe conditioned to always be looking at our actions and wanting to change the actions if something isn't working. And I I think, again, going back to where in an area where, where I'm confident in is, for instance, I'm a runner and I love running. And if, for instance, I am in a place where I'm not motivated to run, then what I used to do was go and look for an accountability partner to make sure that, you know, at 5 a.m. I'm there and we start running. Not that there's anything wrong with accountability partners, but what our method is a little bit different from maybe what, what other people are or training or teaching is that instead of going and getting that accountability partner, we go back to ourselves and see, okay, but why are you unmotivated? And I think that is key because... We don't always have people cheering us on and holding us accountable. So we have to do it ourselves. And if there's something holding us back, there's a limiting belief or there's some other thought that we have that we don't even know is not serving us, then it can be so so easy just to, to go to the cause and change it and then move forward. Because again, if that thing is holding you back in, let's say, your sporting career or something you do in one area of life where it's holding you back, it most probably is is doing the same in other areas of your life as well, where you where you where you most probably are not noticing it. Right, exactly. So here's a question that came up for me, and I wonder if if maybe you want to answer it too. Why would I hire a life coach for myself? And I mean, there's so many answers to that question. The value of a life coach in in a person's life, I think it's 
<laughs> I'm going to say it's immeasurable. And I know that's kind of cliche mm -hmm. because, because I think it is on two different fronts, right? I think it's immeasurable in the sense that we can't, we can't actually measure it, but also the value mm -hmm. that it brings to another human being's life to have had this type of coaching in their lifetime, I think is something that would just, it, we just can't put a value on it in the sense that if it provides an opportunity for you to accomplish something that you otherwise would not have accomplished. What is that worth to you? Mm. And, and I like leaving that open-ended because if, if we leave that open to your imagination or to your life and think about the things that would be different for you, I just, I just, you know, the possibilities are absolutely endless for me having gone for weight loss, you know, coaching, I have gained so much insight in my life. It is because of that woman that I thought was such a horrible coach. It is because of her that I went and sought out more life coaching. And so it doesn't always feel good at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But what I was learning was turning my world upside down. And it was reshaping and reforming how I looked at all of the things in my life. And it actually brought me to a place where I was, you know, re-evaluating what do I believe? And, you know, having a Christian background, I don't, I can't say I particularly had a religious background, but a very strong you know, influence in my life from both my mom and dad about my Christian faith. And it, life coaching gave me the opportunity to go back in and really look at, do I believe this? What do I believe about this? Mm. It's, it just, it has created such a strong foundation for me in my life, both in my faith and in so many other things that I just, I just don't think we could say, oh yeah, it's worth, you know, so and so many thousands of dollars because there's just no such thing. I don't know. Is there anything like that in your life, Norma, that you can kind of relate to on that? Yes, I also think it's 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 priceless for me because we've coached together a lot, a lot and you are my coach at the moment. And again, I mean, this week we had a session where I walked away from that session and it was really mind-blowing. It's almost like the realizations you get to within a coaching session is something that although we coach ourselves, I think sometimes we don't know what we don't know and we don't see our own stuff. It's like that meme or that quote that says that you once you, if you're in the jar, you can't read the label. And I truly believe that because even if we coach ourselves and we ask ourselves, hard questions we think it's maybe hard questions but it we we tend to when it kind of gets uncomfortable or we get to a point where we are you know it really brings up maybe a lot of maybe fear for us or maybe doubt then we tend to like stop and maybe you know distract ourselves go do something else whereas if you're in a coaching session with a with a with a coach you can't leave the room you have to sit there and really well you don't have to but it's always, <laughs> I always say, I want to try and be as honest as I can in a coaching session because that is going to benefit me the most. Because the coach isn't isn't worried about if you are being honest or not. They, she actually doesn't know. 
you're the only person that knows. But if you're truthful to yourself, you can start working on the things that's not working in your life. So it doesn't help hiding. It doesn't help you avoiding things. And to go back to the session this week is you have to be vulnerable. And I think that is something that I've learned to to do. And because I never used to be vulnerable and I and I actually learned to be vulnerable in, in a coaching session because it's also a place where it's safe that you can be vulnerable and the other person is not judging. This is a space where the other person is listening to you 100% and you are the most important, important person in the room and all of the focus and attention is on you and your goals and your aspirations. So you can't put a price on that and, and you're right. It's, there's nothing in this world that comes close to having that relationship with another person. Yeah, really well said for sure. And, you know, I've had some amazing mentors in my life that I think, you know, I may be a little bit vulnerable with, but I wouldn't have ever wanted them to know where I was having doubts or that I was lacking in some way, but you wouldn't necessarily reveal some of those deeper thoughts or mm -hmm. concerns that you would say if you were relating them to a coach where the coach, like you said, their, their role is to be the neutral party. Mm -hmm. The mentors that I've had, of course, I knew would mentor me towards what they are doing or they think that's their, that is really their role in, in your life at that time. Right. And so for me to have somebody that I could have as a neutral that just didn't apply any pressure to me to think one way or another, or even to ask me, mm -hmm. well, why, why is it like, that? why do you think that? Is that true? I mean, I, I mean, at first it felt horrible that we would even, you know what I mean? Like you feel like there's some things we just shouldn't question and even being able to, in a safe place, question those things was so valuable to me, really learning then mm -hmm. what I think, what I believe, why I choose what I choose, and then willing to live with all of those thoughts and feelings and decisions are just, it just is amazing. Yeah. What can your clients, for instance, and what do you tell them? What can they expect from this interaction and, and the sessions that you have together? Yeah, I think going to a coach, you can expect for them to be there to hear you. They want to hear what is happening in your life. What are your goals? What do you want out of this time that we're going to spend together and then just having this, it feels like this really safe space. And I really have to admit, I didn't use all of that space in the beginning. I was very careful how much I I shared or how far I would go. But it, it was so amazing that I started to learn that it was one of those places where I could just go ahead and spill it all out and then look at it and see it. And so a coach will hold up a mirror for you to see mm -hmm. what 
am I thinking? Very much like you said before, we don't often even admit it maybe to ourselves, all the thoughts that we're having, all the doubts, the fears or insecurities. And so as my relationship built with my coach, I became more and more daring with what I would say. And even saying things out loud for me because of how I process my thoughts is often because I hear me saying them. Mm. It can even become, would I say, self-corrective in the sense that I would be saying something and I'd realize I was thinking that in the back of my mind, but in my heart and in my conscious mind, those were not thoughts that I really wanted to choose for my life. And so you can expect, I think, realizations and maybe a sense of real freedom and um, even unexpected joy. Often I find in a coaching session where I start to see myself more clearly and I get to choose carefully the thoughts that I want to think. Yeah, I just want to add to that. I think people going to coaching or maybe the belief out there is that you have to have a specific goal, like in sports, for instance, I want to go run this race or I want to be an Olympian or whatever the case is. I think coaching can be so broad. It can be very specific. The coach can help you achieve a certain goal. But I think just in general, in my perspective, anyone can benefit from coaching because of that awareness that the coach brings and you might not even be aware of certain maybe thoughts or actions that you're taking that is actually not serving you. And, and the coach highlights that. And I think, again, that can help any individual because we, again, going back to we don't know what we don't know. And we think maybe our life, that's how it's supposed to be. Or we grew up with a certain belief and we, we never even, qu even question it. And I just think it's so valuable that someone can actually point those things out to us. And another thing is, I think the coach never tells you what to do. And that's why I love coaching so much is because you don't rely on the other person or the coach to give you the answers. We, she just asks you amazing questions that leads you to your own insights and, and challenges you to see the possibility where you don't even know what is possible for you. I think something that's really important to mention here too, is that often we can't see our own thoughts. And so while it is one of the beautiful things about the nature of who we are created to be, we haven't captured those thoughts and really recognize them for what they are. There's these words mm -hmm. and these things that come out of our mouth that all of a sudden a coach can spot them. And we're just so used to saying those same things over and over mm -hmm. again, that we don't notice them we think they just are true and we don't recognize how those thoughts are shaping how we're making decisions and how we feel and so how we can capture those thoughts and really look at them and see you know are these thoughts that we want to keep and are they true very often we believe things that are not true i i came into coaching with a lot of i have to's in my life mm. and you know, having somebody point that out to me, or I should, you know, it's like, well, why should you I'm like, ah, every, I, I just thought that was a, an accepted truth. And realizing mm -hmm. that some of my shoulds and have tos were optional. And 
and consciously being aware of that it's just crazy what that does for you in your own Mm. life and we also see our world and our situations that we get so triggered by it that we have such an intention emotion around maybe a specific event or a certain relationship and we don't actually see then what maybe when the other what the other person is saying or something that happened or an event in our life is completely neutral and i mean i can say this last session we had this week just to give our listeners an example is that you showed me again and i mean i've been through the training, I've done all these things, but again, you don't sort of see your own mind until someone points things out to you because you have such intense emotions around, let's say, a relationship or an event, and you don't really see the wood for the trees, Mm -hmm. and you get triggered by it, and the coach just brings that neutrality to the situation, and then once you're calm, you sort of see it from a different perspective. Now you are in a position to be open, to be like curious, to see, okay, well, this is not serving me. Okay, so what do I want to do about it? Do I want to carry on living my life, letting this person trigger me or this event trigger me, or do I want to make changes? So I think that's important. I think, again, speaking to the value of having a life coach is that they also are willing to risk this relationship and to push on something where somebody else might really just let it go and Mm. let me wiggle away from having to face or consider even certain things. And I know that makes it sound a little bit like, you know, they're putting you in a hot seat, but really it, it comes more as a, okay, why, why do you think that? And you're like, what do you mean? You know, everybody thinks that, right? This is the right way mm-hmm. to think. And it's like, is it? And it, I remember just thinking, you know, in some of these situations, the coaches that I've had would be so gentle and they're so neutral in the situation. They're able to really create that space for me to just, like you said, settle down a little bit take all the layers off and, mm. and really look at things. And so I, I haven't, I haven't ever had anybody else in my life who what well, was willing to do that, but also that had actually been trained to be able to identify where I needed that and where we could uncover some layers and always my coaches are just as interested in uncovering the layers as I am. Like they start getting Mm -hmm. excited about the next, well, tell me more about that. And then you're like, well, and then you'd share more. And I just, I just think it's such a beautiful relationship when a coach and, and their client really can work on things together and that they're really willing to take a chance that you might become uncomfortable or want to get out from you know, what, what the discussion is, but they just hold you there, just gently keeping that, that question out and in, in the room where you can (laughs) wrestle with it a little bit yourself. I just think those have been some of the most amazing moments and revealing Mm -hmm. moments in my life. Yeah. I want to ask you, what do you think, and have you found 
And maybe even before coming to coaching, what do you think is like common misconceptions that people have about life coaching? Yeah, I think usually people think it is counseling probably. What do you think are some of the misconceptions, Norma? What what were some of yours maybe? I think a lot of people think that coaching is like woo-woo and it is maybe like people like just like manifesting or like wishful thinking or it's some other magic. I think it's far from the truth. Coaching is, I think, working on our mindset and coming up with those or exploring or becoming aware of those limiting beliefs we have that is holding us back from doing certain things in our life. And it is not just sitting and saying affirmations and think things are going to come to you. I think it is, it's exactly the opposite is that we actually go and find our thoughts and thinking that's in the way that makes us feel, you know, some other emotion that is not driving us to take action. So coaching is actually it's about the mind. It's about how we feel and how that then drives us to go and do a certain thing or not going to do it. So it is, it's absolutely so much more than just sitting and, and thinking, um, you know, beautiful thoughts and thinking that, you know, what I was thinking right now is going to happen. It is, it's a, a lot about taking action and it's a lot about becoming aware of actually what's, what's in my mind. I also think another one is, that we think that maybe like working on our minds and and coaching is maybe like this one and done thing that we do it today. It's like going to the gym. It's going to the gym is, is a great example because we go to the gym and we have to do it continuously and we have to be persistent and we have to be consistent with it to actually see the results. And I think bringing that back to coaching is the exact same thing. We can't think that we're going to work on our minds today or this month and then leave it and then never go back and never sort of see what, what is happening in our minds again. It's a consistent process. And I think maybe what, what people think is they, they go, they want one session of coaching. I mean, that can obviously help. There's a lot of people that can, can get a lot from, from one session or a couple of sessions. But I found in my practice that, and especially people that's new to coaching, they have to get sort of accustomed to the process first and then um, you know, they they become aware and they sort of like almost like learn what is happening in a coaching session. Then they go out, they live their life, life happens. They feel they may be taking a step back and then coming back to coaching and then um, seeing where they are, where's the mistakes they're making, what can they do to, to progress. So it's it's really, it's like a journey. It's, it's not a sprint. And I think this could be, and for me, especially, it's it's a it's a long term commitment. Another misconception I think a lot of people have is that the coach does all the work. So you could just walk into the session, and then the coach will do all the work, and then you go home, and then you have an amazing life. Not necessarily to say that you have to come up with like work for the session as the client. I think that is always the coach's role, and and I mean specifically in in the way that we were taught, Kerry, is that. I love to always have something to to talk to the client about. And and I mean, it's my job to really lead the session. So the client doesn't necessarily have to come prepared to the session, but the client has to be all in when they come to the sessions. They have to show up. And I think, as I mentioned before, need to be honest and truthful um, in the sessions 
because that is where the work happens. And then you go away from the sessions and then you actually go put into practice what you've learned in the sessions. So this is our discussion around the value of a life coach. And I think we have really touched on important aspects of coaching. And for those of you who maybe are not familiar with coaching um, and what it can do for you, how it can impact your life, how it can really increase the quality of your life. I'm sure you've learned a lot today. And thank you, Kerry. You've had such amazing contribution to this conversation. And I can't wait to speak to you again next week. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of A Fold and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.